for it. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. Natalie, you made me work. I Wake up, wake up. What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach JB here, man, on this 6 a.m. wake up show with The Real Coach JB. Man, I'm here to get after it on YouTube. Appreciate everybody joining me on this Monday. We got Menace Monday later on with Zach Smith. will join us, talk all things college football this afternoon with Sarah at 1 o'clock Pacific. Uh, this is The Wake Up Show with me, yours truly, Coach JB. Lots to discuss. Long, long fucking weekend. You see my eyes are probably like fucked. I haven't. Slept in probably two days, uh, driving dogs across country and back, uh, basically without any sleep, because it's a fucking work hard, play hard world we live in. Ain't no time for fucking half-stepping. I had a lot to get to, man, a lot to get to, a lot of college, a lot of NFL talk this past weekend. I'm going to break down all kind of shit that you probably haven't heard of, and I'm going to talk about... uh, Shit, all things football. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over there to BetOnline.ag. Two Monday Night Football games tonight. Make sure you bet them using the promo code Coach, or sorry, Believe, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Believe 5-0 gets you 50% off welcome bonus if you're new to BetOnline.ag. Tell them I sent you. Head on over there. Bet all things Major League Baseball, MMA, UFC, Boxing. Plus, you have the NFL in full swing in all things college football. You can bet it all. Bet online where the game starts. Um, make sure you know I'm doing a little promo thing for CanadaDipsCBD.com. Go over there, and if you buy some cans, uh, some some dip cans of CBD uh, from Canadips, and you send me a uh, DM or an email, um, I will uh, put you in the raffle for winning. Uh, there's a bunch of shit. Sarah Blake signed bikini. Whiskey, vodka, merch. I got it all short, fat, skinny, and tall. Got to buy some candidates for me using my promo code, all caps, COACHJB, in all caps. So head on over to CanadipCBD.com and use that and check it out. Um, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in on the show, man. A uh, lot to discuss from the weekend. A um, lot, a lot of things to talk about. Um yeah, I think I'm on uh, Whitlock today as well. I'm not sure. I got to check it out. Um, I think I'm going to be on Jason. I might be on him on Mondays, on uh, every Monday, talk Monday Night Football plus the weekend football. So we'll find out. Uh, I'll find out later on. Uh, a lot of things going on, a lot of shit going on. Uh, but we're going to get all into the, this deal. Let me give you a quote of the day, man, to get you going. Let me get, a, let me get you a quote of the day first, man. I got to get you a quote of the day, get you guys started. It's not the will to win that matters. It's the will to prepare to win that matters. Understand it. And, uh, man, I hear too many kids nowadays. Uh, 
I got the will to win. You don't even know what the fucking will to win is. So you don't know what the fuck it is to prepare. And that's what these coaches are not doing with these kids. They are not preparing these kids whatsoever. And uh, it is fucking unbelievably bad. It is bad, bad, bad. But what do I know? And, uh, you know, that's that's the segment that that is the most critical one. And I'm telling you right now. But what do I know? It's got to be like, I got to put on a fucking t-shirt. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put on a t-shirt. But we're going to go to that segment right now because what do I know? Look at that. But what does JB fucking know? I don't know shit, right? I don't know shit. Apparently, um, I say college football's watered down. No, it ain't, coach. But what does JB know? I don't know. Um, college football's not watered down. <laughs> oh man. I don't even know I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. If college football is not watered down, then how does UCLA beat South Alabama by one fucking point? How does Arizona State lose to Eastern Michigan? I I, I how does Arizona State lose to Eastern Michigan? Um I, I want to see. I, I want to know how that happened. <laughs> Very interesting to see. Um, I want to show you something though, real fast, because it's pretty shady. I got to talk about it. Like, um, very interesting. I want you to see this. And I'll tell you what, and that's crazy how they got this all on film. But I want to, I want you to go through this sequence and watch this with me real quick. This is the 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 world we live in. Okay, this is literally the world we live in, and and. Uh, <laughs> It is it is fucking unbelievable. Um, here we go. All right, here we go. I want you to watch this with me. We film everything. We film everything now. Herm Edwards was fired. I got a buddy that coaches there. I got a few things. And this video right here that I got um, is very, very interesting. We'll, we'll take the sound off so we don't get sound. But here, I want you to take a look at this. This is how he was fired, and I'll tell you how it went down. After the game, they lose to Eastern Michigan. Pretty shady business. This is, so I took the sound off. Um, I got another video actually too. We want to film everything. And uh, it's, it's it's fucked up. Herm Edwards has been coaching a long fucking time. He played a long time. And uh, you would think the respect factor would be there to say, you know what, coach, I'm going to call you. I'm not even going to say nothing on the field. We're going to call you 
after. So this is how it went down, apparently, from a few sources of mine. He went over there. Herm went over there. Herm's a straight-up shooter, old school. And they grabbed him and said, hey, coach, you know, can we talk later on or, or in the morning? And <laughs> Herm knew the deal. And Herm put his arm around him right there. Well, you see him put his arm around him. Herm told him, I know what it is. Let's do it right now. I don't need to come see you. <laughs> and that's what he told him. And then they walked him into the locker room just like, Coach, you know, we just want to thank you and everything. So that's how it was. And Herm was like, no need. I appreciate everything. Da, da, da. And packed his shit up. That's the rumor, man. That, but it happened right there. And uh, we want to film everything nowadays, man. And uh, I, I, it blows my mind that we're filming so many things. And, and we'd rather film it than, uh, you know, help a motherfucking person getting robbed. We'd rather film it. Um, we rather we rather film fucking coaches yelling at kids. We rather film that, right? We rather film it, and uh, it's fucking crazy to me, man. It's absolutely crazy. I'm trying to watch the, uh, I'm trying to see the video of of. Uh, I don't understand why I can't find it. Anyway, um, I got it. So, <laughs> there's a video out there, right? Notre Dame's OC, motherfucking his quarterback coach. I mean, his quarterback. And I posted it on Twitter and reposted it. And all I said was, I was driving across America when I did it. And all I said was, um, you know, all I said was, this, this is the deal. So let me show you real quick. Basically, that clip went viral, and what it was was the OC cussing out his quarterback and telling him to do your fucking job. The team's dependent on you, blah, blah, blah. So, every cancel culture motherfucker got involved and said, he didn't, I've heard, I've heard comments that, from people that said the kid didn't sign up to get yelled at. That is literally a comment on Twitter. That the kids didn't sign up to get yelled at. And I'm just like, dog, I'm done. I'm not going to watch this shit. I'm done. But people will film that shit right there. People will film that shit right there. And, uh, you know, this is the world we're in. We film everything, dog. And I'm like, who the fuck's filming that shit? Who is filming that shit? And uh, we are that fucked up. We're that soft. We are that soft. And I just, fire, the, the way Herm Edwards got fired to me, I don't care if you like Herm Edwards, if you don't, if you think he did a bad job, a good job, indifferent job. The profession at the end of the day is the problem. The professional courtesy and protocol we lack nowadays. And those are grown-ass men, older men, who run the Arizona State, who fired him like that. In front of kids and your family, like, dog, that shit to me is a fucking mockery. 
and it deserves you deserve better. You know what I'm saying? You deserve better. You sure liked them three, four years ago when you hired the motherfucker. And that's my thing. Like, give some fucking give the motherfucker pay some homage to the motherfucker. He is a fucking NFL great. He's coached a long time in the NFL. He's coached everywhere. It's just to me, it's just lack of respect. But it is what it is, man. Um, nobody fits the image of Arizona State. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting to say the least. But lots to discuss here, man, on this uh, wake-up show. UCLA struggles at South Alabama. 32-31. to 31. But football is not... Uh, college football is not watered down. College football is not watered down. <laughs> but what does Coach JB know? Kyler did not get his groove back. <laughs> Kyler Murray looked absolutely like a joke. And I want anyone in this room to argue with me. That motherfucker looked horrible. I saw the end of this movie. <laughs> the fucking ending was awful. They won, Coach. He ran around and looked like a freak. <laughs> he looked absolutely fucking like a joke. If you think that's NFL quarterback play, you guys are fucking retarded. You have no fucking clue what it takes. And if you're going to see, if you think Kyler Murray is going to be that guy you saw at the end of the game every weekend, you guys are a fucking joke too. So don't start with the bullshit with me because I'm going to get into Kyler Murray running around like a fucking idiot with his head cut off and you think that's good football. <laughs> UCLA beat South Alabama, 32-31. Arizona State loses to Eastern Michigan, and not even really close. Wake Forest beats Liberty at the end of the game. Beats Liberty at the end of the game. Um, Arkansas is down 17 to Missouri State. Missouri State is a FCS school. Missouri State is a FCS school, by the way. Okay, they're an FCS school. So, um, Arkansas had to struggle to beat them late. I think I said it on my show that Willie Fritz and Tulane would go into K State. Willie Fritz, a great friend of mine. I told you I thought K-State was better, but I thought Tulane was going to get that covered. Tulane won the football game. Tulane, though, great school, a great institution, very hard to get in. Got to be fucking damn near 4.0. And Willie does the best with the least. Every program Willie's ever coached. That's why I think Willie's a good fit for Nebraska. But anyway, though, Tulane shouldn't beat K-State. They just shouldn't beat them. I could see it being a toss-up, but they just should not beat a K-State team from a Power 5 conference. Tulane is in a group of five conference. Tulane's not a Power 5 conference. People don't understand. What's the difference between a Power 5 and a... You're a selector school compared to a group of five. But you guys don't... You don't, you don't I don't know. What do I know? Southern Illinois beats down Northwestern. Southern Illinois beat Northwestern down. But what does JB know? It's not watered down. Football's great, all-time high. I know. Yeah, you guys love college football. It's fucking unbelievable, right? <laughs> uh, 
Southern Illinois beating Northwestern, by the way, further proves how shitty the Nebraska roster is. So over the weekend, you know, uh, I had to drive and uh, someone that's near and dear and been on this show, uh, Roy Williams, former Cowboy, OU Sooner, of course, been on the show a couple weeks ago. Roy ended up rehoming Bonham and Bailey for me. Uh, fucked me up. You know, had to take those two. I love those two dogs dearly. Um, just the dynamic here just wasn't working because of the fighting. So I took those two, and, and the dogs are super fucking sad. They didn't want me to leave. But Roy and his wife and his beautiful family took them for me. So I'm sitting there Saturday chilling, letting the dogs get acclimated. And uh, I'm, me and Roy are smoking a couple cigars, watching Oklahoma-Nebraska game. And we're sitting there talking about this. And all these fucking Nebraska podcast folks, all these fucking people on Nebraska, Nebraska's still the team. They still have the roster. They still have four and five stars. <laughs> Me and Roy are sitting there, who played in the NFL a long time, is a fucking great, one of the greatest safeties to play. We're sitting there talking, bullshitting. And... I've come out clearly on several shows and said Nebraska's roster is dog shit. It is not fucking good. And for you to think they're talented, you don't know football. Northwestern was more talented than Nebraska. And you guys still think Nebraska is a, is a fucking team that is a destination point. No, they're not. Northwestern beat the shit out of Nebraska Physically up front. Should never happen. Northwestern turns around and gets fucking drummed by a Duke team that got beat week one. And then Northwestern turns around and gets drummed yesterday by Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. (laughs) Southern Illinois beat Northwestern yesterday. And you guys still think Nebraska's roster is legit. Southern Illinois beat Northwestern, who beat the fuck out of Nebraska. And you guys think that you're, oh, coach, every game's different. It sure is. But if you think fucking Southern Illinois should ever beat a fucking Power 5 school, you're fucking delusional. And if you think fucking Nebraska getting mollywhopped by OU, which is not a great OU team, by the way. They're in a rebuild situation as well. Me and Roy are sitting there talking about this. If you look around at the roster, at the key positions, Nebraska is absolutely fucking horrible. And if you don't know football, then just shut the fuck up and say, Coach, I don't know football. I don't know that the O-line should not look like a bunch of fucking Humpty Dumpty set on a wall motherfuckers who fall off and break. They're all fucking wobble body, very, very fucking horrible. Horribly put together. They do not look like a fucking Big 12 fucking O-line. They're unbelievably bad looking. Their their conditioning is at an all-time bad. Like, I've never seen a team at Nebraska that out of shape. But then they were throwing up 10 times a game or practice. Remember that whole bullshit? Like, it's a mockery there. I'm just telling you. It's pretty bad. And quit talking about Nebraska's roster is legit. They're not. Nebraska's roster is not legit. It's shitty. Trust me, dog. I think I know. (laughs) God damn. Oregon beats BYU, which everyone thought BYU was going to win. 
right? BYU's favorite, right? Gets actually drummed. They actually get drummed, okay? They got beat. UTSA's tied with Texas at halftime. And this is the thing. This is how fucking okie doke. This is how they have. They, they, you have fallen for the okie doke. You guys think that just because you're a UTSA fan that you should really be in the mix to beat uh, a Texas. <laughs> no, you're not. You should not beat Texas. And you shouldn't think you could beat Texas. That's the problem. That game should not have been pulled away late. Like, dog, you guys think this these games, but what does JB know? It's not watered down, coach. It's equitable. Fuck good football. <laughs> dog, it's the worst fucking football ever. I went to go eat in Oklahoma City two nights ago, fucking sitting there eating and fucking watching these games, and I'm just like, holy fuck, A&M Miami looked dreadful to watch. A&M Miami game was unbelievably bad. Horrible looking. South Florida should have beat Florida. But what does JB know? It's not watered down. How many games have I said so far? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, South Florida beating Florida should have happened. Okay. South Florida should have beat fucking Florida. Should they beat Florida? No. South Florida should never beat Florida. Should never beat Florida State. Should never beat Miami. But you guys think they should. Um <laughs> uh, I've been asked, Coach, is LSU better than we thought? I was asked that question, dog. I almost fucking peed my pants laughing so hard. I almost peed my pants laughing so hard. Um, oh, my God. I love the fucking dick riders. All the crickets came out because uh, Kyler Murray... Ran around. <laughs> and, and, and they won a game. Yay, they won a game. And all the crickets came out. It's crazy how you don't talk when I when when I prove a point. But then when he does some bullshit and <laughs> an absolute joke of football, and then he wins a game, everyone thinks he's back. <laughs> we'll break down good old Kyler in a minute. Um, LSU, are they better than we thought? No, they're absolutely horrendous. Mississippi State is horrendous. I told you the SEC from top to bottom is not fucking very good. And I told you Mississippi State throws the football too much. And uh, unbelievable how fucking bad that bottom half of the SEC is. But you guys think they're the best. USC, Coach, USC is a playoff team. Really? They could not block Fresno State's D-line to save their life. They could not block Fresno State's front. Fresno State, they could not block their front. USC could not block Fresno fucking State. But you guys are putting them in the one of the four playoff teams. SC's already put in there. Already. Already. We're put in there. <laughs> they can't even block Fresno State. They struggle, give up 28 against fucking Stanford, who's very shitty. And they played a Rice team. Congratulations. <laughs> um, 
Kansas, I told everybody, I bet Sarah on this show, they're going to be a seven-game winner this year. They're 3-0 now. I told you they would beat Houston. I told you they'd beat West Virginia. I told you they're going to be 3-0. I think they're going to be 5-0. But what does JB know? What does JB know? What does JB know? Um, <clears throat> Goddamn, the trolls come out on Mondays, dog. The, dro- the trolls come out on Mondays. Um... Alan Garcia said, you drunk, fool. You drunk, S.A.? <laughs> Where are you from, Alan Garcia? This motherfucker's from Kansas somewhere, and he's trying to act like he's S.A. <laughs> oh, man, the trolls, dog. How? You guys love gargling my balls and jaws in the morning. God damn. I love it, dog. You make my dicks hard. Spencer Rattler is absolutely horrendous. I told you that. I told you Spencer Rattler is absolutely fucking garbage. I actually have a, a clip that I posted on Twitter where I said, Justin Herbert didn't break his rib. I pro- he probably fractured it, and I've played a bunch of games with fractured fucking ribs, okay? So, stop, hush. Relax. And what did he come out with? Oh, fractured rib. What do I know? What does JB know? Alan Garcia. Mexican said fool. Now he's on skid row banging cuh. (laughs) Oh, my God. The dick riders. Alan Garcia. How much dick do you ride, homie? I'm going to come see you in Skid Row, bitch boy. And then uh, holler at me. Because you ride dicks, it looks like. Um, We're going to get into all this things, football. I just have to always address the troll dick riders that are in the room. Because they're all fake profile fake fucks who are... They see me in person and they suck my dick. But on here, they act like they're the the gangsters. (laughs) Uh, KU, 3-0. I told you guys KU's going to be 3-0. Um, and I wasn't playing. I told you guys they're going to be three and zero. No, I didn't talk about Tennessee. We're going to get into all those things. We're going to get into all those things. Um, Rattler is absolutely horrible. South Carolina is absolutely horrible. And you guys thought that uh, they were good. <laughs> um, it's it's a bad. It, they're bad, man. They're fucking bad. Um, but. There wasn't any good college football games to talk about. What do you want me to say about Tennessee? Please, let me know what you want me to talk about. Do you want me to talk about Tennessee playing Akron and putting up 63 points? They're 3-0. and Do you want to talk about Tennessee's strength of schedule? So when Tennessee gets mollywopped here in the next couple weeks, what are you going to say then? Because you fucking played no one. You played nobody yet. Who have you beat? You struggled with a Pittsburgh team who struggled to beat West Virginia, who KU beat. But what does JB know? What does JB know? I love the Homer teams. I love you guys that love your team, dog. I really do. I love your guys that love your teams. It's funny. I love about. I love it. I love it. But, dog, you have no sense of reality. You have no sense of reality. At least call it what it is. Keep it 100. 
God damn. Stop talking like you don't understand that Tennessee is a decent football team, average at best, on the rise. If if Tennessee goes in through in the, the the SEC and wins the thing, then holy fuck, you guys are shitty. But we'll talk about it. Spencer Rattler, I told you a long time ago when I saw him in person, I said, that motherfucker's overrated. I don't know. I don't get the hype. I do not get the hype. I do not get the hype. Blake, Blake Master says Tennessee controls their own destiny to the playoffs. Oh, fuck. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Blake, that was for you. God damn. This motherfucker talking about Tennessee in the playoffs. Holy fuck. Spencer Rattler couldn't play dead in a Western movie. He's fucking horrible. Um, and they look atrocious. Whoever the head coach of South Carolina is is a fucking mockery. Uh, he's a joke. I'm just being honest. Uh, I'm going to transition to the NFL real quick. Trey Lance... Um, Broke his ankle, fractured his leg. I don't know what he did, right? I have no idea what he did. I was driving across the country the last two days, haven't seen any football really besides a little bit here and there. Trey Lance broke his ankle. But what does Coach JB know? I didn't say what happened, did I? I didn't say these motherfuckers are this close to getting hurt, did I? But what does JB know? I told you, Josh Allen's the next one that's going to be doing that shit. And now the 49ers go to Jimmy G., and there's a story to tell about this, okay? This is a fucking living, breathing reason why perseverance is a real thing and it should be taught. It should be taught by our parents and our coaches and you guys are allowing it instead of coaching it. And I'm going to explain in depth about this whole thing. Trey Lance runs around, breaks his leg. Okay, he's done. Not only is he done, it's gonna. It's you're talking about a quarterback who hasn't played in three seasons, who you stick in the starting lineup this year. By the way, his last three seasons when he did play were FCS football. You stick him into the starting lineup. You pay him all this money, which is why you stuck him in the lineup. If you didn't look at the 49ers offense when Jimmy G came in compared to how it looked with Trey Lance, and you don't understand that it completely looks better, then you're fucking a moron and you don't know anything about football so remember i got into it with mina kimes on espn over this whole jimmy g debate because they all want to say jimmy g's shitty when they lost in the fucking nfc title game to the rams and i'm sitting there thinking really a 71 percent winner in the nfl is shitty now you can talk about all that i didn't say he's the best quarterback skill set wise or anything i said he's a winner but anyway, what do I know? What does JB know? That's what this wake up show is about. What does JB know? Uh, I told you guys, if you can't throw from the pocket consistently, then you will be a afterthought. We will be talking about what have you done for me lately? Trey Lance doesn't understand that. He hasn't played in three years. And you know what? This might set him back another three years. He'll be in the fucking USFL looking like Johnny Manziel here in the next couple years if you don't understand what's going on and you don't figure this shit out. And if you don't figure this shit out, then, hey, Blake Masters, can you please shut the fuck up? 
please, you have no clue what you're talking about. Athletic quarterbacks are the next big thing. <laughs> Some of you cats really just, I would love to come to your job and just, I want to sit next to you at your job. What do you do, Blake Masters? I want to know what you do. Please let, enlighten us on what you do. I want to come sit next to you at your office, and I'm going to sit there and look at you, and I'm going to say, I'm going to fucking hit the keyboard. Boom. Hey, don't do that shit. No. Shut the fuck up. Push that button. <laughs> it's unbelievable you motherfuckers know everything. Um, I know. He's a troll. They're all trolls. They're all fucking trolls. Uh, you get a shitload of them in the mornings, dog. It's crazy. Um. Yeah, Blake is. Um. So Trey Lance is out. He's gonna go another year without playing. And now, what are you gonna do? You're going to pay him money? Are you gonna pay him all this money? Um. Kyler Murray's next, dog. Josh Allen better figure it out. Mahomes so far this year, they're 2-0. and He's climbing the pocket. He's making more pocket plays. So that's a good thing. Let me get into this perseverance thing in Jimmy G. Jimmy G, to all you youngsters out there listening, to all you fucking haters and all you fucksticks that don't understand that anoint and enable the transfer portal folks, I want you to take a listen at Jimmy G. He could have easily demanded a trade. But he says, no, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to see what happens right here in Frisco. He's now back as the starter for the remainder of the year. And later on, on Jason Whitlock, I'm going to break this down and say, I am now worried as a Ram fan that Jimmy G is back for the 49ers. Because I don't give a fuck. I was not worried at all about Lance being the starter. I'm just telling you straight out. I wasn't worried at all about Lance being the starter. I'm worried now that Jimmy G's the starter on that roster with the Niners. Perseverance, young kids out here. Please understand. Perseverance to all you youngsters out here. Please understand something. You young kids, instead of transfer, how about you stay put? How about you stay put? Let me give you guys a little, little data, okay? A little data. Now, listen to what I say. Don't just hear me. 77% of all the transfers in the portal, okay? 77% of all the transfers in the portal who leave for this reason. Listen, the transfers that are in the portal who leave because they lost a starting position. That means they're the backup. They were told they're the backup. And now they're headed out. They're entering the portal because they lost a competition level position battle. They lost it. Okay? 77% of those cats leave. The starter gets hurt. And those kids are stuck in a transfer portal. Understand something. 77% of kids who lose the starting position and transfer, the 77% of those kids that start get hurt. And you could have been sitting there as the starter now. 
You could be starting now, but you entered a portal because you have no fucking tough skin. You're soft as runny baby pussy, and you fucking can't sit there and say, you know what? I'm going to fucking have some tough skin. My parents taught me if I stick it out and do some shit like that, I might be better in life. It might, it might teach me some tough skin and teach me how some, some perseverance. Nah, you lost, dog. Get in the portal. Because guys on Twitter are clowning you because your homie starts. You don't. <laughs> That's the truth. Don't get it fucking twisted. That is the truth. So, let me break some more shit down to you. If 77% of those kids are in the portal and they end up losing the position, and then the position guy that they lost to gets hurt, and now they're stuck in the portal. They can't go back. They can go back, but I'm like, well, fuck. First of all, if I was a coach, I would never take you back. Second of all, you're sitting in a portal. 6,600 kids are in the portal right now. 6,600 kids. There's 132 Division I football-playing schools. 6,600 kids in the portal. You do the math. Even if all 132 schools took one kid. Okay, so there's 6,590 in there. <laughs> like, dog, it ain't helping. It ain't fucking helping out. So, Jimmy G could have demanded a trade. He could have been this shitbird fucking James Harden's and Kyrie Irving's and, and, and all these motherfuckers that are demanding trades. He could have been that guy. Jimmy G could have been that guy. And I'm so fucking happy for Jimmy G that he is showing America and showing the world that if you fucking stick some shit out, that you're fucking going to be rewarded. And goddamn, look what happened. I don't knock anyone to get injured. I don't ever wish injury on anyone. But Trey Lance is not the fucking future of college or football, of NFL football. Kyler Murray is not the future of the NFL football. <laughs> These cats cannot make a throw on time to save their life. Do you realize why he had so much time back there? Does anyone under fucking stand football? Do you know the Raiders rush two? The Raiders rush two. The Raiders rushed two so they could fucking get him to sit back there and do all his dancing. Dog, if you want to, if you think that Kyler Murray is good football, you're fucking unbelievable. Uh, it's a joke. If you guys really think that that was good football, fuck, man. You're a, a mockery, dog. Come on, man. I don't know. I don't know if I could find any of the clips without being fucking hit with trademark copyright. But like, I just want to show you like him running around back there, dog. How fucking much of a mockery the shit is. Okay, how much of a fucking mockery it is. So this is this is later when he scores. Um, He has no he has no clue about football. It's fourth and goal, so you can't throw this. You're gonna get tackled. He's not big enough. He's not. He doesn't. He's not open. So he doesn't understand progression. Right? We already know that. I've broke him down several times, so we already know the deal. Um, but you know, of course, he's gonna run. Like 
That's what he does. But that's not the clip I want to show you. I want to show you all the shit him running around in the back. Um, and I don't know how you get that fucking film. I don't know how I can find it. Um, but just him running around last night, dog, it, it, it was fucking unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I don't, I don't know where to find it. It was unbelievable. Evan Smith in the house. Appreciate you. It was unbelievable. He sat there and danced around with a two-man rush and just fucking looked horrible. He looked like a mockery. I'm going to break it down today. I'm going to find the clip. I'm going to break it down later on. And uh, it, it it's fucking a joke. It's a joke. Um, if you guys think that's good quarterback play, you guys are a fucking joke. And I'm not going to argue with you guys because you know, you know better. You know more than me because I don't. What do I know? Um, Monday night football games, Tennessee versus the Bills, Eagles, Vikings. I don't like two Monday night football games on the NFL. I think it's fucking a joke. It's a mockery. Why do we have two games? They're one hour apart. How do you watch both football games? You don't get to really watch your team if you were instant, instantly. If you were in, if you were a guy that just wanted to watch one game, you have to watch that game. And there's another fucking game being played. And I don't like two Monday night football games. But it's all about money. They don't give a fuck about the players. They don't give a fuck about the teams. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about me. It's all about the money. And they're gonna have the Viking. They're gonna have the Vikings, Eagles, Tennessee, and the Bills. And. Uh, you know, everyone thinks the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to anoint them. Josh Allen, best thing since my sliced, sliced bread, um, et cetera, et cetera. But this is the deal. Um, Vrabel-led teams give the Bills fits. Vrabel-led teams give the Bills fits. I think Tennessee covers tonight. I think they cover. I don't know if. The Bills are going to go in here and blow them out like everybody thinks. I think they cover. Eagles, Vikings. I'm going to find out. We're going to find out real fast if Jalen Hurts is just another Kyler Murray running around back there and making plays because all the fucking deep. Dog, it is backyard football. It is backyard football. Kyler Murray plays backyard football, and you guys think that is sustainable. The guys that really think that's good football are unbelievable. You guys are fucking a joke. And we're going to see Kirk Cousins, a motherfucker that throws from the pocket, sit in there and makes plays. And then you're going to watch Jalen Hurts on the other end run around. <laughs> what did you tell me about Wentz, Bruce Helms? That he's horrible? Are you defending Wentz after yesterday? No, you're not. You're not defending Wentz after yesterday. There's no way. You're not defending Wentz, right? You're, you're trolling me, right? And now you're saying I'm right? That Carson Wentz is fucking horrible? Um, there's no way you're defending him. If you're defending Carson Wentz, I'm going to block you. Because you're a fucking absolute idiot. And you get motherfuckers are unbelievable. You guys are unfucking believable if, you, if you're really defending that motherfucker. Holy shit. You're not defending Carson Wentz after getting their fucking ass whooped, are you? Kyler Murray's absolutely garbage. Anyway, I want to get to something, man. I want to get to something real quick. I want to talk to you. And 
I'm going to go back to college football since I do all football today in the morning. College, NFL. We'll get back to Monday night's game. Um, before I get to this part of this game, <clears throat> this show, but what does JB know? I'm going to talk about, I wanted to get into some NFL games that passed this past weekend, then I'm going to, I'm going to go back to college, and then I'll come back and finish with Monday night's games. But the Jets get a win. Clap it up. The Jets beat a disgruntled, uh, disgruntled Browns fan base. Um, um, did you see the? Did you see the picture of the uh, the the guy? Lucy sent it to me. There's a picture out there of the Cleveland Browns uh, guy. He's got his. He's got like a hard dick under a towel. He's got a. He's got a hard dick under the towel, and he's sitting there talking about happy endings are not illegal. Did you guys see that on on Twitter or anything? You saw that the kid, the guy's laying down, got a di- hard dick. He's got a towel on, and and the kid. There's kids right there holding the sign that says says. Happy endings are not illegal. <laughs> They're not. But you condoning this motherfucker because you paid him $250 million is illegal, motherfucker. You guys should be castrated, you dumb fucks. You should be castrated. Yeah, it was a mannequin with a hard dick with a, with a rag over it. And he's talking, the kid's holding a sign saying, saying fucking... Happy endings aren't a fucking illegal dog. It's it, the Cleveland fan base is fucking fucked up, but the Jets get a win. Great perseverance um, coming back. Flacco three oh seven and four touchdowns. Uh, Zach Wilson better be careful. Um, Lions beat the Commanders. Shout out to MDC man. I'm happy for that for that for that roster and that staff that I liked on Hard Knocks. I just like the staff. I like the staff. I don't know how many games are gonna win. I like their staff. And St. Brown, the receiver from Compton from LA here, he is a dude. Um the Bucks looked a little bit their defense looked pretty good, man. The Bucks defense. Bravo! You um, use the Quicksilver card from Capital. The Bucks defense is very, very good. Um they're going to be a problem for the Packers next week. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers. Is going to, you're going to see Aaron Rodgers best, though. But the Pack, the Bucks defense is very good. I didn't get to see the game. I just know they're good. Um, I didn't see Jameis Winston. I know that he's the problem. Jameis Winston's the struggler. Jameis Winston is going to be the struggler. He is going to struggle. Um, yeah, I talked Trey Lance already about his broken leg and foot. He's already been out three years from since college. We put him in finally. He he's out again. Who knows how many years? He's a year, at least a year out. <laughs> I told you, dog. This ain't a sustainable run around the fucking place business. And you guys still defend. Think they're very good players. Like wait till I break them down later on today. Um, Giants get a win. Two and zero. Daniel Jones. But what does JB know? What does Coach JB know? I didn't call Daniel Jones having a good year. I didn't say the Giants are going to win more games, did I? Yeah, I did, motherfucker. Maybe some of you will start listening. 
I actually called the Patriots to beat the Steelers. Um, I picked the Colts to beat the Jags because I said, okay, Matt Ryan's going to come in here. He's going to get a resurgence. I'm going to pick the Colts to go to the AFC title game. We're on my show. I think they're going to play Denver. Not only does Denver look shitty, Russell Wilson looks shitty. Matt Jones looks shitty. I mean, Matt Ryan looks shitty. The Colts look atrocious. This so-called great defense is absolutely dog shit. They can't get the run game going. Matt Ryan's throwing pick sixes. I don't understand what's happening in Indy, but you showed me a lot yesterday. You scared the fuck out of me, Indianapolis Colts, for one reason. You got Matt Ryan to come into your place to a loaded roster that lost in Jacksonville to end the season last year. And you don't have no get back? You don't have no nuts and guts to get you some fucking get back? That is why America's soft. That is why fucking we are soft. We sit here and able and suck the dicks of all these motherfucking players who are absolutely average as shit. You suck the dicks of all these fucking idiots in the street too. And you know what they do? They enter the transfer portal. They rob your grandma at the corner store. They go and fucking steal your mail from Amazon, motherfucker. You guys don't fucking get it. This thing's bigger than just football. You guys keep allowing this shit to happen. Watch what's going to happen. Just watch. The Jaguars beat you twice in a row to put you out of the playoffs last year. What does Frank Wright go in there and say? Okay, guys, you guys earn a lot of money, but you know what? That should be motivation enough. Let's go beat Jacksonville. By the way, they didn't keep us out of the playoffs last year by fucking us in the ass. They pegged us in the ass, right? We don't care. Let's just go out. It's a new season, guys. New season. New roster. Got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's going to be good. Come on over. Oh, man. Motherfuckers, you got beat last year by this shitty-ass fucking 1-15 team. And they fucking kept you out of the fucking playoffs. You're going to go lay down and get fucking fucked in the ass? Or are you going to go beat this ass and get some payback so we can move on and be fucking one and one? These motherfuckers are 0-1 and 1. Holy shit. So I'm driving down the highway, fucking Oklahoma to L.A. And I'm fine. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, Raven's up 21 points. I said, okay, it's a blowout. Right? I'm sure Tua looks shitty. Whatever's going on, right? So, come to find out, Tua throws four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Six touchdowns overall. He's 36 of 50 for 469. Tyreek Hill had 11 for 190. Why is Lamar Jackson's throwing stats and passing stats not in this thing? (laughs) Why is not Lamar Jackson's passing stats in here? Why is it why is Lamar Jackson lead with nine carries, 119 yards? Is Lamar Jackson a running back or a quarterback? Is Kyler Murray a running back or a quarterback? Oh, coach, you racist. You racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm racist, dumb fucks. Um, yeah, I only coach black quarterbacks, and uh it's ironic. So Lamar Jackson. Let's break down his deal. Nine carries for 119 yards. The leading rusher on the football field. Three carries for 16 yards by Justice Hill was second 
highest. But Lamar threw three touchdowns, no picks. I don't know if you saw the plays that he threw the touchdowns on. Two play passes, one over the top. Uh, I told you he throws a deep ball well. I told you I like Lamar Jackson, dog. I think he's a great human, great fucking talent, freaking nature. And he's playing well, right? He plays well. He's a fucking legit NFL athlete. I mean, fuck. I'm telling you, he's going to win some games, and he's going to lose big ones. He can't. It's not sustainable, dog. It's it's not sustainable. Like, this this way to play is not sustainable in the NFL. JB, you hating. You hating. It's not sustainable. That's the truth. It's the truth. He's not sustainable. Kyler Murray doing what he's doing last night, running around the fucking place, is not sustainable. <laughs> it's not that he's not fun to watch and he's not a fucking spectacular athlete. It's not sustainable. You cannot win the big games when you're needed because you can't fucking throw from the pocket. But anyway, what do I know? What does JB know? Trey Lance, coach, he's the guy. He's a top five guy. Some motherfuckers had him in the fucking MVP race this year. I mean, are you fucking joking me? <laughs> and I want to know where those guys are. Where are they at? I want to hear these people come out. And this week, there could, this could be a very big week as far as the Coach JB show. Um, talking to Dan Orlovsky about coming on the show. He's very interested. Talking to Coach Frank Martin. Basketball coach will be on the show tomorrow at in the second hour. Frank Martin will be joining us tomorrow. Great, great college football coach. Love him to death. I love his ideologies. Uh, he has a mutual respect for me. So we're going to bring Frank Martin on tomorrow. Talk all things culture, this generation, transfer portal, you name it. Clint Stoner, backup quarterback, played for the Cowboys, played all over the place. He has a big show. Clint Stoner is going to possibly come on this week. Um, we have a star-studded lineup. We got Zach Smith today later on. We got Matt McChesney on Wednesday. And we got Brandon Lang this Friday to talk all things betting. He'll be back from his surgery. We'll be back to normal schedule. So a lot of things in the mix. A lot of packed, action-packed week. Make sure you guys tell all your buddies and keep uh, coming on. Yeah, Frank Martin will be on tomorrow, man. It should be a lit-up show. Uh, can't wait. But anyway... Tua goes nuts yesterday, so we're now we're like, okay, fuck. I want to I want to see this. I got to watch Tua and break him down and see did he really go nuts or was it just bad defense or what's going on? But he threw for four sixty nine in the NFL. Congrats to Tua. I I'm not a fan of the coach. I'm not a fan of Tua, but you know what? Maybe I, I can be wrong. I haven't been wrong, but I can be wrong. I'm cool. I can be wrong. Shit. Um, I have no problem admitting I'm wrong either. By the way. I don't fucking sit there and, no, uh. but it's funny how I'm always right about this shit, and you motherfuckers see one thing, and then you're talking all that shit. All the crickets came out. Hey, what's up, Juco coach? What's up now about Kyler Murray? <laughs> you should see my, my I, got, I got a DMs things titled Bitch Made Cats. You should see all the Bitch Made Cats in my DMs, dog. <laughs> oh, that shit is fucking comical. Um, Daniel Jones, though. 
Two and up, baby. Two and up. 21 to 35, 252 and a tug. Hey, man, fuck. He's getting better. What'd I say? He's going to be better, right? Yeah, fucking going to be better. So we'll see what happens. Um, Rams almost fucked the game off. They get outscored 17-3 in the fourth quarter by the Falcons. But they get their first win. Stafford looked pretty good at times. 27 to 36, 272, three touchdowns. Um, Cooper Cup had 11 for 108 and two touchdowns. Um, so, you know, see what happens. 49ers drag the fucking Seahawks. The Geno Smith era has set in. Okay. The Geno Smith era has set in. Uh, the realization that Geno Smith is our quarterback has set in. All the hype last week versus Russell Wilson. Monday Night Football, Russell comes home. Even though Russell still did pretty good through 350. Through 350. But, uh, you know, that's a tough game. I, I did not judge Russell Wilson off that game last week. But I did judge the Seahawks off that game last week. And I said last week, this is a game that they're going to come out riled up for their fan base and play off the chart. But they're not going to be good this year. I wish they would be, man. I wish they could be. Geno Smith's a journeyman quarterback. He's not a guy that's going to lead you to fucking playoffs. Come on, man. He ain't going to lead you to the fucking playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Um, 49ers drag the Seahawks. Cowboys beat the Bengals 2017. That had to be an absolute horrible game to watch. I'm glad I was driving. I'm glad I was driving across America. Um and didn't have to witness that game. Because I was I was looking at it, it was like 9-6, And I'm like, holy fuck, what game is this? The Broncos and the Texans had to be probably one of the worst games. I, I got so much I got so many video clips from them sent to me about third and one. They're running fucking speed option, fucking fake pat. I mean, they're doing shit I've never heard of. I told you motherfuckers. These coaches who have these titles at these other places get fucking jobs and are absolute jokes. They're absolute jokes. Hackett is a joke, dog. He is a joke to this point. And I don't even want to get started with Josh McDaniels, dog. Josh McDaniels, coach, he's going to get it right this year. It blows my mind that you leave Bill Belichick and you still can't figure out how to control and clock manage. Like, how can you not manage a clock as a head football coach in the NFL? You've had it two opportunities at this. Once in Denver, you failed mildly, to say the least. Once here, in, and now you're at the Raiders head coach. You are absolutely horrible. You should never be a head coach. You should be the OC. That's what you are. It is clearly evident. I've fucking told you guys. Stop acting like you're head coaches. They're not. They're fucking coordinators who be titled these coaches. They're not even the coordinator. Hackett doesn't call the offense in Green Bay. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? You think Hackett called the offense? You think the dude for the fucking Vikings called the offense at the Rams? You think this cat called the offense for the Niners? The head coach for the fucking the Miami? No. They get jobs, and you either fail or you have some success because you took what you learned and you go with it. McDaniels, or what's his name? What's the guy's name in, in, in Miami? 
Hey, Doc, 2-0 so far. I didn't think he would be 2-0. He's 2-0. Tua looks better than he did last year. So something he's doing is working. Now, do I think it's sustainable? No. But so far, he's, it, it, it's working. So far, it's working. Um, Cardinals come back and beat the Raiders. Josh McDaniels, horrible clock management. You got the game one. You look absolutely horrible. Uh, Carr is absolutely horrible. Like, do you guys really think Carr is good? Kyler Murray, 31 of 50. 31 of 50. <laughs> they threw the fucking football 50 times, dog. Because they know if they fucking throw the football 50 times, he's going to run around 20 of those times. Like, oh, fuck, homie. I, I want to know where's Carr at. I want to see Carr. I want to see your, everyone's favorite guy, Carr. Carr was 25 of 39 for 250 yards. Quarterback rating of 53. Kyler Murray quarterback rating was 65. God damn. He got sacked eight times. That just says you can't get rid of the football. You don't know where to go. Just get rid of the fucking football. Get rid of the fucking football. Kyler got sacked seven times. Holy fucking ran around fucking all day long. Oh, my God, dude. You guys think this is football. <laughs> hey, dog, what happened to Devontae Adams? What do I know? What does JB know? Devontae Adams is going to have his worst season ever. Last week, motherfucker has 12 catches, 150-something yards. Everyone's talking shit. JB, that shit aged well. Did it, motherfucker? Did it age well? Did it age well? I think I said he's going to have the worst season of all time. I think he said he wishes he's going to be with Aaron Rodgers in about fucking game three. I think he said he threw his motherfucking helmet yesterday because he couldn't get the rock. I think he had two catches yesterday. But what does fucking JB know? Well, what does JB know? I don't know. JB don't know shit. <laughs> Oh man, you guys kill me, dog. You think I know, I don't know? I don't know this shit is 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 unbelievable. You motherfuckers really don't think I know this shit is is unfucking believable. You watch too much Netflix, homie. You motherfuckers watch too much Netflix. Um, Trevor Lawrence, twenty five of thirty, by the way, two touchdowns, two hundred thirty five yards. Not asking a lot of them, but he's doing it very efficiently. Trevor Lawrence looks better than a lot of fucking quarterbacks that are getting paid $200 million. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And he's on a shitty organization. They play defense like they did yesterday, though. The Jags can win, fuck around, and win five, six games. <sighs> Russell Wilson, I picked yesterday in my fucking DraftKings, had three points for me, dog. And I picked this guy to be in the MVP candidacy race. I picked them to play the Colts in the AFC title game. This might be the year JB's picks are horribly fucked. JB's picks might be horribly fucked after this one. Because, dog. Holy fuck. You got to be shitting me. He looked horrible. Denver looks horrible. Fucking Colts look horrible. Matt Ryan looks horrible. Both coaches are looking bad. Oh, man. It's like, fuck, dog. You got to be shitting me. 
Packers look better. Still worry me. But Aaron Jones, 15 for 132 and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, 19 of 25, 235 and two touchdowns. Very, very efficient. Doesn't have to do much with those wideouts that he has. He don't have big-time wideouts. So, I mean, that's what it is. So Aaron Rodgers got his mojo back. They won. Uh, looking forward to seeing him on Pat's show. He'll talk everything, uh, what they got going. Two Monday night games tonight. I expect uh, Tennessee to cover that. And I also expect Minnesota to beat Philly. Um, we're going to see if Jalen Hurts can show up on the under the big lights. I'm curious to see if that can happen. Justin Herbert was, uh, I told you, broke his uh, thing, but he threw a touchdown after he fractured his rib. And uh, by the way, I've done that too. Not, not, not at that level. <laughs> Herbert's a dude. I, I think he's a big-time freak. I think he's big-time. I think he's legit as it gets. I uh, hope he can come back and be healthy. Um, Chargers had that game for three quarters dominated. And, and, and fuck the game off. Fuck the game off. Justin Fields for MVP, Wilkie said. Oh, man. I almost blocked you, Wilkie, after I threw up in my mouth. Um, I'm not going to give Mahomes props yet, Justin Brazington, because he still is a gimmicky quarterback until he proves me longer than one game. You motherfuckers really think he plays two games and then you anoint him. <laughs> He's had two good weeks. Yay. Two good weeks from Mahomes. Two good weeks from Mahomes, which I came out and said, by the way, am I going to stop calling him gimmicky? No. I'm not going to stop calling him gimmicky. But you know more than me, uh, Justin Brazington. Hey, send me your resume, dog. I'd love to look at your resume. I would love to see the eight quarterbacks in the NFL that you coached, and I would love to see the 28 NFL players that you coached and I would love to see all the fucking great fucking jobs that you've done with all your players. Send me your resume, dog. We're waiting. We're all waiting in the chat. Come on over. Send it over. Colton Pope's in the house. He's another dick writer. Um, no, you didn't ask a question, Justin. See, some of you guys don't understand the difference between a question and a statement. Here's Justin Brazington. I'm wondering when you're going to give Mahomes his props and stop saying he's a gimmicky quarterback. Put a question mark at the end of that to be grammatically correct, Justin. You're making a statement by putting a period, homie. Did you not know the difference? So I wanted to make sure you're clear. That wasn't a question. You're telling me to say it. You're telling me to say it. And... Colton Pope, send us your resume. I'm not stopping. To, I'm not going to say that Mahomes is not a gimmicky quarterback after two games. After two games. <laughs> okay? I'm not going to give you the fucking GOAT status because he had two good games. <laughs> he played a Colts team who's absolutely dog shit, and he played a fucking Charger team that we're going to find out if they're really good yet with this young head coach. He's a fucking gimmick quarterback. Until he can play long enough that I can see three or four years under his belt that, okay, motherfucker can step in the pocket, make throws accurately, wins a couple more Super Bowls, I'm going to be like, dog, Mahomes is legit. And I'll say it. I'll come on a national show and say it. So don't get it twisted. Let's be real. He's not, don't anoint the motherfucker yet. Has he done anything overnight? Did he win a Super Bowl? Did he beat Tom Brady in that second Super Bowl? Is he 2-0 in the Super Bowl? Oh, all right. 
Well, we'll see. Until he can beat the 45-year-old? <laughs> God damn, homie. Um, okay, listen. I want to get to some real... It's going to be some clickbait, I'm sure, on Twitter today. I'm going to talk about this shit real quick, okay? Um, NCAA football. I'm going to talk about the college football landscape. And then I'll, get, I'll end the show on Monday Night Football. We'll, I'll give you my predictions on the two games. And I'll talk about the breakdown on the quarterback play for tonight. But I wanted to get into this right here. Driving along, you know, coming through Oklahoma to get back home. Uh, NCAA football commissioner. If I were he. If I was the NFL, I mean, I'm sorry. If I was the NCAA, non-caring assholes of America. If I was the football commissioner, JB, I had this little bling, little cloud popped up. I'm like, what would I do? And I'm like, there has to be like 20 things I would do. So I'm sitting there jotting down 20 things as I drove, smoking my stick. I couldn't say, I can't say drinking my yak because I'm driving 20, 20 hours. Um, if I was the NCAA football commissioner, these are the 20 things that I would do. You guys ready to hear this shit? Chop it up. <laughs> do me a favor. Everybody in the, bu- in the fucking room, hit the like button for you, boy. Hit the like button right now. On the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> Fucking hit the like button, dog. Man, you got a lot of people in here, man. I appreciate you guys joining me in the morning. 230 fucking cats. I appreciate you greatly. Um, NCAA football commissioner, if I was him. Number one, institute a one-time transfer rule. Instituting his a one-time transfer rule. Okay. By the way, Mahomes won one Super Bowl. Is he the GOAT because he won one Super Bowl? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> he won one Super Bowl, bro. Let's not get so carried away yet. He lost one, too. So why isn't Russell Wilson the GOAT then, homie? Russell Wilson has a higher winning percentage. Russell Wilson has more touchdowns, more yards. He's played longer. He's been in the league. He's been in two Super Bowls, same as Mahomes. Why isn't he the fucking GOAT, homie? You guys all talk about this guy as the fucking best thing since sliced bread. Give it some years. Give it some years. Let's see if he's not. I've already broke it down, though, Justin. That's the thing. If you're not, if you don't go back and watch me breaking down Mahomes, then I'm not going to talk about it now because then it's just I'm repeating myself. Go back and watch why I break him down as gimmicky, and you can see why. What do you mean? <laughs> um, one-time transfer. Institute a one-time transfer rule. And just listen to my 20 rules real quick. I'm going to get back. I'll get back to Justin. I'll get back to Mahomes. I'll get back to NFL quarterbacks. I'll get back to that shit. Joe Flacco threw for 300-plus yards yesterday and four touchdowns. Camden Gray. So, I don't know where you say that. I want to know who said I said Malik Henry was the best quarterback I've ever seen. I, I want to know where you saw that. Oh, you believe what you, everything you saw on Netflix? Is that what you saw, Colton Pope? You fucking dick writer. How about you understand, it's called a movie. They massage shit around. Holy fuck, I have eight NFL quarterbacks. You think fucking Malik's the best I ever saw? You think I really would say that? Holy fuck, you believe everything you see, you dumb fuck? How about you go fucking eat a dick until you understand that there's some editing that goes on out of 4,000 hours? Dumb fuck. You motherfuckers believe everything you see. It's unbelievable. 
By the way, here's a tidbit. I'm going to give, I'm going to, here we go. Here we go, everybody in here. Okay. I want you to, I want you to know something. Here's a groundbreaking, I'm giving you some groundbreaking information that nobody knows. Okay. On last chance, you, Netflix, I'm sitting in my jacuzzi, smoking a stick, chilling. I'm out there like this in a jacuzzi and they're asking me about some shit, right? And I guess on the show, it talks about me not watching film and me not um, doing X, Y, Z, and I don't need to watch film. We're going to go in tomorrow, and we're going to be fine because me and this guy has a fucking deal, and da-da-da-da-da, and we're going to go. And we got wax, right? We got to be by 50, right? You do realize that scene was the three months before that game, and on the show, they acted as if it was the night before the game. So I just want to give you some editing clarity there, you fucking idiots. So now you know how they do shit. So now, go fucking eat a ball of fucking bag of balls, motherfucker. And stop fucking with my NCAA commissioner take. One-time transfer. All right? Institute. One-time transfer. Number two. Refs must train with equipment on and learn the rules. So they know that targeting is a damn near, damn near impossibility to avoid. I want the refs to train with equipment on, to understand biomechanics, and not just be a fucking lawyer or an accountant. They actually have to come learn. Yes, Jermaine Johnson's playing. Did you not see him fucking sack Lamar Jackson last week, homie? Holy fuck. You guys are a fucking bunch of dick riders who can't go on Google. Can you Google, motherfucker? Hey, Camden Gray, do you know what Google is? Can you go on Google and say, let me pull up Jermaine Johnson on the Jets and see what his stats are. <laughs> All right. Number three, no non-malicious ejections. If it's a targeting call that is not with malicious intent, no ejection. You cannot eject him. Institute that. That's number three. Number four. Take away the 20-hour rule. Hey, all you guys in here know what the 20-hour rule is, right? Because you all know that fucking Kyler Murray's legit. You all know everything. So please, one of you dick writers, explain to me what the 20-hour rule is. I'm waiting to hear it. All you guys talk so much, I want to see you tell me about the 20-hour rule. Please tell, tell me about the 20-hour rule. I'm waiting to hear it. I'm waiting to hear the 20-hour rule. Please break it down. Why is not everyone blowing up the 20-hour rule? So that Because you guys know every fucking thing. Come on, dog. Give me the 20-hour rule. Where's all my dick riders? Where's everybody out with the 20-hour rule? Where's all the fucking people giving me the fucking breakdown of fucking 20-hour rule? Zero idea. College stinks. See, but you guys know everything, dog. You guys know everything. Here's Andrew Gunther. I think Joe talked. He said practice rule. Joe, I didn't see you. The track's going crazy. So nobody. So it's not just practice, by the way. So let's be clear. It is not just practice for 20 hours. It is meetings, weight room, all these different things, being around the team, tackling, tackling, 
get rid of the 20-hour rule. It is allowing football to become a intramural activity instead of a professional approach to a game that's going to make you millions of dollars where you can break your neck like this. Take it out. There needs to be no 20-hour rule in college fucking football. So take out the 20-hour rule. Okay. Any kid who commits domestic violence and is proven to do so should be done collegiately speaking. He should never play again. So Colton Pope, who fucking probably is a fucking pedophile dick writer that's in the chat here, if he were to perform domestic violence and was on a roster... He should be kicked out of college football. No more chances. No more opportunities. No more chances. You're done. Why are we giving these motherfuckers second chances? And what do they do in the NFL? What do they do in the NFL? They fucking are hitting women in the NFL. And you and you go back and look at his college history. They did it in college. Maybe, just maybe, we can change. Maybe we can change somebody by showing somebody that there's some consequences to some shit. Holy fuck. All right, that's my point, Dick Trickler. 20-hour rule, dog, and you getting transfer portal kids at all-time high. You think you're really going to be able to fucking put your ideology on them and coach them up? No, it's a 20-hour rule. So now you got new kids for 20 hours a week. Like, get the fuck out of here. You think you're gonna, we're going to get better? We're going to have no injuries? We have an all-time injury situation going on in college and NFL. All-time high. 20-hour rule, any kid who commits domestic violence, done collegiately. Number six, must pay back NIL if you transfer. If you transfer after accepting an NIL deal, you have to pay it back. Seven, can't take more than five portal kids a year, no more than seven in two years. See, everybody, all you motherfuckers listening right now, you're like, fuck. That shit sounds legit, but but at the same time, since I don't know nothing and I think I know something and I want to always act like I do know something, Coach JB really knows, but we're going to say, uh, we're going to fight him on it. But now you're all quiet because you're like, damn, some of these make sense. Even though you dick writers don't even understand nothing because you're all fucking sitting there eating donuts and you're like, oh, fuck, he actually knows what he's talking about. So, can't take more than five portal kids a year, no more than seven in two years. You got that? Okay. Eight, kids must pass a tackling test before the games begin. Kids must pass a tackling test. Like, there's literally tests that you can put a kid through. But hold up. I'm not done. Coaches must pass a tackling test before ever coaching. Coaches must pass a tackling test. All coaches on that roster, all 10 official coaches that get paid, have to pass a tackling test before he can coach in practice. So, must pass a tackling test. So the coach has to understand what it takes to tackle properly and correctly and all that shit. And now we have to implement it. 
And if you know as a quarterback coach how to tackle properly, you can tell a quarterback how to stay away from certain injuries, dropping your neck, shoulder, head, hat. Understand if you get horse collar to fucking go down so you don't break your femur. There's a lot of little coaching tidbits that I could give you out there. But we're not. We're going to get into that in a second. I'll, I will coach you up on tackling here in a second. I'm going to break that down because tackling is huge. I'll show you film of me coaching tackling. No head coaching campus visit limits. No head coach campus visit limits. What does that mean, coach? Because all of us know everything about everything, but we don't know shit. But on Twitter, we're going to say we know. <laughs> all right. Head coaches have a one-time campus visit limitation they put on everyone since Pete Carroll left college because Pete Carroll would absolutely murder high schools and that's why they had all the kids okay that's why they had all the kids so they put that limit out there and now head coaches can only make one campus visit to a high school now I don't know if it's two anymore if they but if they added one or not um, but usually you have to wait you know coaches wait until right before signing day they go and visit the kid at the high school and that's their only time they can attend the high school. Now, why is that a rule? I mean, it makes no fucking sense. <coughs> um, okay. Take the limit out. Let head coaches go to the visits all day long. Head coaches can text or tweet kids unlimited. Why, do head co- why can't head coaches text and tweet kids? Makes no sense. Head coaches, I don't know if you know this rule. Head coaches cannot text. Head coaches cannot text kids. And coaches cannot text kids. I don't know if you know that. You have to DM them. Social media is the way to go about it, which is crazy. And you have limitations on how many DMs you can send a kid. So, if you didn't know that, you're a fucking idiot. Just shut the fuck up and listen. Number 12, take out the dead period. Why do we need a dead period? You have a full go NIL deal. You have full go letting kids transfer anywhere they want to go. Why is it dead period? What's dead period, coach? I know on Twitter I know what dead period is, but really here and listening to you, I, I really like to know so I can really talk about it on Twitter. <laughs> so dead period, that means you cannot contact any kid, text, tweet, anything. You cannot see him in person at all. During the dead period. Dead period is usually before signing period. <clears throat> and then there's another dead period. I believe there's two dead periods. Um, take the dead period out. There's no fucking reason. They're still talking to the kids. Contrary to your belief, NCAA. Guess what? Kids are still being fucking talked to, corralled, aroused, you name it. Number 13. If a coach leaves prior to the season starting, listen to this carefully now. Listen to this carefully. If a head coach leaves prior to the season, but after signing period, he must pay back his salary in full and lose five transfer portal kid limits at the new school he goes to. You motherfuckers thought I was just driving around not well thinking this shit out, didn't you? Let me say it again for the coach and the folks in the back, okay? 
If a coach leaves a school after signing period before the season starts, he cannot have my rule of five transfer portal kids in a year, which is my number seven rule. He cannot have the five transfer portal kid limit, okay? And he has to pay back his salary in full. So that is a number 13, okay? Because guess what happens? Manny Diaz at Temple got a bunch of kids to sign, signing day, and then two weeks later he goes to Miami. He should owe back that money. Those kids should be able to transfer, and you should not be able to get the five transfer portal kids at Miami. That's the rule I got. 14, if a kid decommits from school A and he commits to school B, he must sit out freshman year. Let me say it again for all you dick riders. If a kid decommits, which is a word that does not exist in a dictionary. There's no such word as decommit, by the way. Colton Pope. If a kid decommits from school A and commits to school B, he must sit out his freshman year at school B. Why, coach? That's scandalous. That's from the free country. Shut the fuck up. Maybe it'll teach some accountability and some fucking tough skin. It'll make me teach a motherfucker there's consequences to your fucking actions. Maybe it'll show that you don't, you can't be a fucking ass clown on a studio on a studio on a podium with six hats and then you talk shit and clown and put your fucking hat down and then you want to decommit, motherfucker. Okay, guess what? Now you go fucking sit out as a freshman. Go sit out as a freshman. Here we go. 15. Parents of recruits must pass a school recruiting test that has to do with all aspects of the recruiting process. So I want the helicopter mother and father to actually fucking understand the recruiting process and she has to pass the test. Or he has to pass the test. Or both parents have to pass the test. So... When they pass the test, now you can't come back later when your kid transfers for the third time and say you didn't know that we picked to go to Oregon because they have 27 uniforms. No, it's actually more to it, lady. You should have fucking turned over rocks and figured out why your kid's actually going to this school. So now it's going to make the parents more accountable as to why their kid is picking this institution. And they're not just sitting at home fucking smoking weed and the kid saying coach i'm gonna go to fucking oregon all right baby then i come back home two weeks hey mom i'm transferring to arizona oh for real i like their uniform oh yeah the coach is he's he's fucking political he's playing political games and shit i'm getting out of there mom all right babe (laughs) now motherfucker let's start holding the parents accountable for what the fuck they do 16, kids who start with team must play all games for the team, including the bowl game. Including the bowl game. Or cannot attend the NFL Combine if invited. <clears throat> Coach, that ain't going to work because it's free. To, oh, yeah? So, NFL, guess what? Hey, J- hey Roger Goodell, we're going to get in. This is the, the commissioner of the NCAA. I would love to get with you and Come up with some things 
that we can come together and p- put our heads together on and help these kids really change the culture here. We got a bad culture. Don't you agree, Coach? Oh, yeah, we got soft fucking thing. I know, Roger. You know, I know, Roger, you make $30 million a year, but I would love to get with you and help these young kids realize, realize that uh, if they don't play all their games for their for our team they've been with for three years, you know, and then they just want to sit out our bowl game. We're playing in a BCS bowl game, and, and we have 12 playoff teams now. And, and, you know, he don't want to play because risk injury. Can you? Can we make sure he has to play in these college bowl games just so our game's better, accountability's out there, we understand what finish what we start. We're putting all these things in your mind. Can we do that? And uh, Or if he doesn't want to do it, which we can't force him to play, can you, can you make sure he can't attend the NFL Combine? Oh, yes, sir. I think we could do that. I think that's fair. I think that's a legit deal. All right, good deal. Appreciate you. We'll put it into writing. Boom, boom. Can't offend the NFL. Cannot attend an NFL combine if you don't fucking play in the last game of your season with the fucking brothers that you signed up to play for. And then write, motherfucker. Put that in there, too. I'm not done, dog. So far, how do you guys think about these rules? How do you guys feel? Leave it in the comments down there. Hit the like button. That's number 16. Here's 17. Must play three seasons on the football field regardless of age or shirt. Must play three football seasons on the field. Regardless of your age or your shirt classification. I don't care if you gray shirted or you red shirted or you blue shirted. I don't care. You have to play three football seasons. These kids are too fucked up when they go to the NFL. They don't have any financial literacy. They don't have a fucking clue about what it really takes. Mature wise. And it will mature them another year. And now we can understand this first year. Guess what? We're going to study film. We're going to learn how to fucking do film. We're going to learn how to do this. We're going to watch Three football years. Now you can redshirt and then just be out two and still have three years from high school. Because the rule right now is three years removed from high school, which puts you at 21 years old, roughly. I don't believe 21 years is old enough to play in a grown man sport when you're going up against 45-year-old Tom Brady. It just is not. I think you need to really, really do your due diligence and mature. I think you have to fucking mature. So that's just what I believe. Um, 18. Kids must have a 2.4 GPA to attend the spring game for their team. Kids must have a 2.4 GPA. To attend the spring game for that team that season. So in their spring game before their season. If you don't have a 2.4 GPA. You cannot participate in this spring game. Which is going to hurt your starting role. Which is going to take time from you during the fall. And now this is in March, April. We're in spring games in February, March, and April. We're having spring games. And now we want to have our spring game. And this is what it is. 2.4 GPA if you want to play in the NCAA. What's that do, coach? Well, first of all, fucking makes you fucking study. Makes you learn some things and understand. Maybe, dog, I'm not going to play football the rest of my life. I might have to actually get a degree. 
I may actually, I might actually have to get a fucking degree. So if you want to attend our spring game and play, you're gonna have to have a 2.4 GPA, and then we're gonna, because you don't need a 2.4 GPA to play during college. You need a 2.0. We're gonna make it 2.4, 2.5. <clears throat> is the is is what everyone wants to attain. Um, because in junior college, you have to have a 2.5 GPA to get a four-year scholarship, okay? You have to have a 2.5 to leave JUCO to go to a Division One school, okay? <clears throat> <coughs> Why 2.4? Because 2.5... <clears throat> so, so, so Mark Rodriguez says 2.4 is a C-plus, shouldn't be hard to maintain. But understand... For every C you get, you have to get a fucking B to replace it to get a 2.5 GPA in JUCO to leave. So I always used to say that. So if you get a C, motherfucker, now you need two Bs. And so a 2.4 GPA, you can get a C plus, which can be a class to protect the head coach, obviously, and protect the kid. If you're taking a fucking trigonometry class or a fucking a finite math class or some fucking uh, kinesiology class, something hard, which I'm going to tell you to take during the spring because we cannot take these classes in the fall. Let's put our kids in the toughest courses in this spring, but not let's pig hole ourselves and fuck us. 2.5 could be a little tough on them. 2.4 makes them think, okay, 2.5 just an average number, middle of the row. Nah, 2.4, dog, I think you're working. I know you're working if you're going to, you know you have to have a 2.4. You're actually working for it. So <clears throat> that's my whole ideology about that. But I'm not done with this rule. This is rule 18. Kids must have a 2.4 to a 10 spring game on their team. And if the kid receives an NIL, he loses 25% of the deal, which is donated to concussion CTE research fund that is created, that has been created. So there's a CTE research fund and concussion fund that's out there. If this kid don't meet the 2.4, he can not only play in his game, but he has to take 25% of that NIL deal that he got and donate it to that concussion CTE research fund. That's number 18. Okay? Number 18. 19. Take out the two signing periods. Go back to fucking February one time. Why the fuck do we need two signing periods? I've done plenty of research on it. It's a fucking joke. We don't need two signing periods. We don't need December and February. There's the mid-year kids can be signed the same way. <clears throat> it doesn't they don't need to be signed to come to your school in January. They have to agree to come to your school in January. You put them on a financial aid scholarship. They get financial aid from your scholarship. You don't need them to have a fucking full-on signing period for December kids. It's fucking watered down this sport. Such in such a bad way. <clears throat> Take out the two signing periods. Go back to one. Number 20, my final one. Right now, kids are allowed five visits. Okay? They're supposed to make a decision in five visits. They have five of them. They're allowed to have five visits. You have to pick five visits. If you're a guy that's got 35 offers, you can only go to five of them. You can only go to five of them. Take the five visits to 10 visits. They should have 10 full-time visits. And you should be able to do whatever you want on those visits. 
They have 10 visits. Now that allows you to really do some due diligence and research. Take your parents, understand, okay, this is what we're going to do. You can pay for the parents or not. You got NIL deals. Why not pay for them now? But you can pay for them or you don't pay for them. I don't really give a fuck. Here's your 10 visits. You have 10 official visits. You could make a legitimate fucking decision now. Okay? 10 visits. You have 10 visits to make a fucking legit decision. So, I believe that is what should happen. And... um. That's the 20 rules. That is my 20. That is my 20. Um, <clears throat> that's the 20. So, if you don't realize those 20 and don't understand them, fucking eat a dick. I don't know. <clears throat> Before the second signing period, how do kids enroll early? <clears throat> That's what they do. They enroll early because it, you're talking about high school kids enrolling early? You, you can enroll early as a high school kid. You get grant or financial aid, <clears throat> um, but you you can enroll early as an early grad out of high school. You don't need to sign an NIL deal. Um, you sign the NIL deal later. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. If an early grad comes in, it's an agreement. It's a financial aid agreement. <clears throat> which bonds you to the school. There was never two signing periods. We've had kids leaving high school early for years and going to the college. So, I mean, it's fucking stupid to have the early signing period deal. So JUCO kids were signing it. You know, you had JUCO kids signing this deal to get there in January and stuff. It's really stupid. It's the dumbest thing they've ever done. I, I don't, I'm just telling you. No, so understand, NLI is a national letter of intent. NIL is this who this new money thing. Okay, so that's the difference. Um, so anyway, that's JV's twenty things he would put in if he were the commissioner of NCAA. So that's just what it is. That's what I'm throwing out there. Um. Tonight, we got Tennessee Bills, Eagles, Vikings. I'm taking Vikings. I'm taking Tennessee to cover the Bills. I think uh, Tennessee's going to play well, and we're going to see if uh, Josh Allen can avoid a Trey Lance situation. Hopefully, he's not hurt, and uh, hopefully, he's okay. <coughs> and uh, we'll see what happens, man. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, let's see here. Oh, man, let me see. I'm supposed to be on shows. Oh, no. I'm supposed to be on ESPN Chattanooga. Ugh, what time is this at? Man, I, I need a fucking booker, man. Christian, call me. I got to go on uh, Jason Whitlock at 1030, and I got ESPN Chattanooga. I got to see what time that's at. Man, I need a fucking scheduler, dude. God damn it. Hey, I got to get out of here, guys. I got a bunch of shit going on. I'll be on Whitlock's show at 1030. They'll, he'll air it tonight. And then I'll be on uh, ESPN Chattanooga, apparently. I don't know what time that's going to be. Um, we're going to find that out real fast. Um, hey, man. 
Appreciate you guys. I will see you tonight at 1 o'clock Pacific. Today, actually. Um, and we're going to break down all things. Me and Zach will break down college football plus uh, NFL. Make sure you join that show as well. 1 o'clock to 4 p.m. Pacific. In between that, I'll be working and grinding all day long on a bunch of different shows. Hey, man, pound the like button before you get out of here. I really appreciate it. And uh, I will see you at 1 o'clock. Make sure you uh, become a member if you're not one. Best dollar ninety nine you can buy. Spend, man. You can only spend that more in fucking Walmart every day. Buying fucking fat gear. And go on over to CoachJBStore.com, man. Check it out. I got a bunch of merch. You guys should get some of these. Don't be a bitch-made cat. A lot of you need that. A lot of you need to wear that hat right there. So make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com. But what do I know? Hey, man, I'll see you guys later on. Appreciate you coming on in. And uh, check you out at 1 o'clock. Pound the like button. Appreciate you. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. Yeah. The Coach JV Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.